August 7th, Memorial of St. Sixtus II, Pope and Martyr, and Companions, Martyrs. St. Sixtus was ordained Bishop of the Church of Rome in 257. The following year, while celebrating the sacred liturgy in the cemetery of St. Callistus, he was arrested by soldiers carrying out the edict of the Emperor Valerian. On the same day, August 6th, he was put to death along with four deacons. He was buried in the same cemetery. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Faith of our fathers, faith and prayer, shall win all nations unto thee. And through the truth that comes from God, mankind shall then indeed be free. Faith of our fathers, holy faith, we will be true to thee till death. Faith of our fathers, we will love both friend and foe in all our strife, and preach thee too, as love knows how, by kindly deeds and virtuous life. Faith of our fathers, holy faith, we will be true to thee until death. The holy martyrs died for Christ. With their blood they enriched the earth. Their gift is crowned with everlasting life. Why this tumult among nations, among peoples, these useless murmuring? They arise, the kings of the earth. Princes plot against the Lord and his anointed. Come, let us break their fetters. Come, let us cast off their yoke. He who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord is laughing them to scorn. Then he will speak in his anger. His rage will strike them with terror. It is I who have set up my king on Zion, my holy mountain. I will announce the decree of the Lord. The Lord said to me, You are my son. It is I who have begotten you this day. Ask, and I shall bequeath you the nations. Put the ends of the earth in your possession. With a rod of iron you will break them, shatter them like a potter's jar. Now, O kings, understand. Take warning, rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with awe and trembling. Pay him your homage, lest he be angry and you perish, for suddenly his anger will blaze. Blessed are they who put their trust in God. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The holy martyrs died for Christ. With their blood they enriched the earth. Their gift is crowned with everlasting life. The just will live forever. To live in God is their reward. Ring out your joy to the Lord, O you just, for praise is fitting for loyal hearts. Give thanks to the Lord upon the lyre. With a ten-stringed harp, sing him songs. O sing him a song that is new. Play loudly with all your skill. For the word of the Lord is faithful, and all his works to be trusted. The Lord loves justice and right, and fills the earth with his love. By his word the heavens were made, by the breath of his mouth all the stars. He collects the waves of the ocean, he stores up the depths of the sea. Let all the earth fear the Lord, all who live in the world revere him. He spoke, and it came to be. He commanded, it sprang into being. He frustrates the designs of the nations. He defeats the plans of the peoples. His own designs shall stand forever, the plans of his heart from age to age. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The just will live forever. To live in God is their reward. My saints, you fought the good fight in this world. I will give you the reward of your labors. They are happy whose God is the Lord, the people he has chosen as his own. From the heavens the Lord looks forth. He sees all the children of men. From the place where he dwells he gazes on all the dwellers on the earth. He who shapes the hearts of them all, 
and considers all their deeds. A king is not saved by his army, nor a warrior preserved by his strength. A vain hope for safety is the horse. Despite its power, it cannot save. The Lord looks upon those who revere him, on those who hope in his love, to rescue their souls from death, to keep them alive in famine. Our soul is waiting for the Lord. The Lord is our help and our shield. In him do our hearts find joy. We trust in his holy name. May your love be upon us, O Lord, as we place all our hope in you. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. My saints, you fought the good fight in this world. I will give you the reward of your labors. Our spirits yearn for the Lord. He is our help and our protector. A reading from the first letter of the Apostle Paul to the Romans. I consider the sufferings of the present to be as nothing compared with the glory to be revealed in us. Indeed, the whole created world eagerly awaits the revelation of the sons of God. Creation was made subject to futility, not of its own accord, but by him who once subjected it, yet not without hope, because the world itself will be freed from its slavery to corruption and share in the glorious freedom of the children of God. Yes, we know that all creation groans and is in agony even until now. Not only that, but we ourselves, although we have the Spirit, as first fruits, groan inwardly while we await the redemption of our bodies. In hope we were saved, but hope is not hope if its object is seen. How is it possible for one to hope for what he sees? And hoping for what we cannot see means awaiting it with patient endurance. The Spirit, too, helps us in our weakness. For we do not know how to pray as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in speech. He who searches hearts knows what the Spirit means, for the Spirit intercedes for the saints as God himself wills. We know that God makes all things work together for the good of those who have been called according to his decree. Those whom he foreknew he predestined to share the image of his Son, that the Son might be the firstborn of many brothers. Those he predestined, he likewise called. Those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he in turn glorified. What shall we say after that? If God is for us, who can be against us? Is it possible that he who did not spare his own son, but handed him over for the sake of us all, will not grant us all things besides? Who shall bring a charge against God's chosen ones? God who justifies? Who shall condemn them? Christ Jesus, who died, or rather was raised up, who is at the right hand of God, and who intercedes for us? Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Trial, or distress, or persecution, or hunger, or nakedness, or danger, or the sword? As Scripture says, For your sake we are being slain all the day long. We are looked upon as sheep to be slaughtered. Yet in all this we are more than conquerors, because of him who has loved us. For I am certain that neither death nor life, neither angels nor principalities, neither the present nor the future, nor powers, neither height nor depth, nor any other creature will be able to separate us from the love of God that comes to us in Christ Jesus our Lord. Love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, pray for those who persecute and insult you. Then you will be true sons of your Father who is in heaven. You must be perfect, just as your heavenly Father is perfect. Then you will be true sons of your Father, 
who is in heaven. A reading from a letter by St. Cyprian, Bishop and Martyr. I did not write to your community at once, dearest brother, because all the clergy, exposed as they are to the imminent danger of being put to the test and prepared in a spirit of dedication for the divine glory of heaven, were quite unable to leave here. But you must know that the messengers whom I dispatched to Rome have now returned. I sent them to find out the truth and report back whatever may have been decreed in our regard, for many conflicting and unreliable rumors are current. The true state of affairs is this. Valerian has issued an edict to the Senate to the effect that bishops, presbyters, and deacons shall suffer the death penalty without delay. Senators, distinguished men and members of the equestrian class, are to be deprived of their rank and property, and if, after forfeiting their wealth and privileges, they still persist in professing Christianity, they too are to be sentenced to death. Ladies of the upper classes are to be deprived of their property and exiled. In the case of members of the imperial staff, any who have either previously confessed or do now confess to be Christians shall have their property confiscated and shall be assigned as prisoners to the imperial estates. To this decree the Emperor Valerian attached a copy of the letter he had sent to the provincial governors concerning us. Every day we are hoping that this letter will arrive, for we are standing firm in faith and ready to endure suffering in expectation of winning the crown of eternal life through the help and mercy of the Lord. I must also inform you that Sixtus was put to death in a catacomb on the 6th of August, and four deacons with him. Moreover, the prefects in Rome are, pre- are pressing this persecution zealously and without intermission, to such a point that any one brought before them is punished and his property is claimed by the treasury. I ask you to make these facts known to the rest of our fellow bishops, in order that by the exhortation of their pastors the brethren everywhere may be strengthened and prepared for the spiritual combat. Let all our people fix their minds not on death, but rather on immortality. Let them commit themselves to the Lord in complete faith and unflinching courage, and make their confession with joy rather than in fear, knowing that in this contest the soldiers of God and Christ are not slain, but rather win their crowns. Farewell in the Lord, dearest brother. We are being handed over to death for Jesus' sake, so that the life of Jesus may be revealed in our mortal bodies. For your sake, O Lord, we are being put to death all the day long, and we are treated like sheep for the slaughter, so that the life of Jesus may be revealed in our mortal bodies. Let us pray. Father, by the power of the Holy Spirit, you enabled St. Sixtus and his companions to lay down their lives for your word in witness to Jesus. Give us the grace to believe in you and the courage to profess our faith. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Let us praise the Lord and give him thanks.